following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Happy Friday. We are back with a real quick episode. Uh, we've put a lot of football talk in this week. About an hour and 20 minutes uh, on Wednesday's episode and a whole hell of a lot of draft coverage last week, Friday and, or Thursday and Friday. But we're back for a real simple episode. Uh, I am your host, Kyle Rennie, joined again by Jason Halt. What is good, guys? And Gary Halt. Yeah, how's it going? Possibly Gary's last episode for a little bit. Uh, depending on how he's feeling, he might disappear. As he's our draft analyst, and we'll pop in time time when needed. Uh, but guys, we're going to talk about the top 25 remaining free agents. What we can see, what we expect, and who'd be a nice fit, I guess, on him. Uh, we'll, we'll jump right in. Guys, first guy on this list here. we got Jadavian Clowney. What are we expecting from him? Uh, I think at this point, because he's gotten his bag, I think he's going to ring chase and he'll sign with a top contender. Um, I can see him maybe ending up with like a Green Bay, because I think they they lost uh, their top edge rusher. Darius Smith. Um, possibly maybe a Baltimore. No, Baltimore did sign somebody. They signed and then lost Darius Smith. Darius Smith actually I, went to. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they. Uh, replaced him. So one of those, like, one of those top teams, he'll, I think that he ends up with because I, I, he got his bag. So now I think he ring chases. I think if he wants to cash, still I could see him going to Cleveland. But if he does go in the situation you said, Gary, and decides to ring chase, it wouldn't shock me to see him go to Kansas City. Also, Jason, what do you think? Yeah, I mean he's a good fit for Kansas City and those teams. Like we're talking about, Gary, like Gary said, he got his bag, so he might just want to be. Going somewhere to find a ring, and that could be a place like Kansas City or, um, I mean, Baltimore in a year or two. Yeah, um, he's got. I mean, he's got enough talent there. He's not a real big sack master, though. That's what they originally thought out of uh, out of high or out of college. He never really produced at a sack rate. He's a good pressure artist. He's just not going to get the sack. Next guy on the list, though, another guy who we talk about production and what he's doing, also former Cleveland guy, we have OBJ on the list. When does he come back? When's he healthy? And who does he sign with? Um, it, I think the signing there depends on really when they think he's going to come back because he's not going to sign for this year if he's not going to come back for a whole season still. I think he resigns with L.A. I think um, I think he's just going to wait till he's healthy, healthy, and L.A., um, Knows he's healthy, and I think he ends up just back in L.A. I think L.A. and his personality just fit too much together. And yeah, I think he, he already won the ring, well. so now his legacy cemented, and he says, oh, well, we can run it back. He has a chance to run it back. I, I, don't, I don't think they will, but I think him and L.A. are just they're, – they're two peas in a pod. I kind of agree with that. Um, he fits there well. They, I mean, they really wanted Von Miller, and we're going to pay Von Miller the bag. 
so I think that they'll they can afford to keep Odell. And I mean, I guess the thing behind that is like the teams that need a, re- a receiver, who's who's giving them the bag to come out and not play the first possibly eight weeks. Atlanta's not gonna. He, do you think he wants to go to Atlanta? You think he wants to go to Chicago? Those are the two biggest need, needs at receiver. I don't think he wants to go to either of those teams. I think he was happy to or happy to leave Cleveland for L.A. The yeah, weather there is, is awesome. Sure as shit, I'll go so. back. To, I don't think he'd ever go back to Cleveland. I don't think he would. Not with um, Baker's there. I mean, what, is he going to go to Seattle and risk that he has to go Baker again in Seattle yeah. if he's traded there? Like, so. like you, you're running out of spots for him. Like Gary, I think what you said is correct. I, I think he's going to secure the bag and he's going to go right back to the Rams. Okay, cool. He doesn't have to start immediately. Allen Robinson's there. If Allen Robinson continues to falter, they do have Tutu Atwell. Mm-hmm. Tutu Atwell can try to get going to start the season before OBJ comes back. Um, I can't see him going to like. I can't see him going to a low end team. I think he's too diva ish, and I hate saying that because he can still play. We learned that he wasn't the full diva right. we thought. I don't think he ends up with the Kansas City. They're too loaded at receiver right now. They just drafted a bunch. But that's it. It's not like Buffalo. He doesn't fit the Buffalo locker room. He's right. not going to fit. No. He's not going to fit these low-end teams. Maybe a Green Bay just because they don't. That doesn't fit Buffalo that well. Maybe Green Bay, but I think the problem is Green Bay wants I've, someone who's ready now. I've heard New England, but he doesn't fit the Belichick way. Yeah, but we also said that about eight, or Antonio Brown, too. I, But, I mean, he also left. Next guy on the list, Trey Flowers, defensive end. Uh, we saw him kind of struggle with Detroit. Mm-hmm. He's he been known though? to get healthy. If he's healthy, he can play. I feel like this is that famous Bill Belichick pick. And we're going to see this happen a lot. I believe next week is when the comp picks stop counting. So all of these guys who have been sitting there and want the money will finally kind of start getting nitpicked off. I could see Trey Flowers going back to New England. That is a Bill Belichick yeah. prospect. It's a guy who was brought up under a Belichick system and Okay, cool. Let's put him back in there on a cheap deal. Okay, hey man, let's let you prove it again. How many times has Kyle Van Noy left and come back and left and come back and gone somewhere else to get paid and right back to be like he's the Legarrette Blount of linebackers. Well, yeah. this could be the Legarrette Blount of defensive ends. I could see him going back to New England. Anybody else agree? Disagree? No, I agree with you there. No, right? it's a it's a solid um, solid fit there for him. Center J C Treader. Was with Cleveland, good enough player. I guess in the end run, I could see him maybe going back to Cleveland. <sighs> going back to Cleveland, I'm trying to think who else needs a center. That's I'm the thing. Like, think. maybe Kansas City. Usually, like teams who need centers go for him right away because it's such an important. It's like the quarterback of your line. Yeah, and I mean Jacksonville needed one. They got one in the draft. Right. All the teams in Philadelphia needed one, needed one. Signed him. Got one in the draft. draft so did Baltimore. So like. Maybe maybe the Chargers, but the Chargers want to say drafted one last year. I can only see really Treader going back to Cleveland, I think. Yeah, it would make sense, you know. Uh, any, anything else on that one? No. I'm, I think it's pretty, it's, it's tough to be talking a whole bunch about centers. Right. Uh, this one should be interesting, though. Number six, we already had to kind of discuss receivers. Julio Jones. This, I think, I agree with your original thought about about Odell. I could see mm-hmm. Julio still ending up in Green Bay. Immediate help. See if he's got anything left to salvage his career. Would fit well with Aaron Rodgers and help Aaron Rodgers stop having a hissy fit. Yeah, right. Give him Aaron Rodgers is a receiver that they're looking for. That tall, 
lengthy guy you can kind of just throw it up to. He's going to be what Emmanuel Sanders was for the Bills last year, I think. With maybe a little more talent. A little more talent, and as long as he stays healthy. Because Emmanuel Sanders would have done more if he stayed more healthy. Yeah, I think he's a guy that maybe ends up in Green Bay, uh, maybe New England. I don't think it would be a bad decision to put him in New England, especially because the rumor is that Ankeel Harry is on the block. Um, I don't think it's going to be... Maybe he ends up with the Raiders. I can see that, too. They did lose some pieces. Um, He'll sign for veteran minimum, probably. That'd be a, that'd be actually be a pretty... I could see him getting pretty good fit three or four mil, mm-hmm. but that'd be a really scary factor. Right, Julio him, and Devontae. Julio and Devontae? I mean, that would have been literally your maybe NFC... The, maybe the Colts? Colts wouldn't be a bad pick, either. You're, and then you're reuniting him with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Colts could be a nice pick, too, actually. I didn't even yeah, think of that. That would be an awesome one. Uh, number seven, Melvin Melvin Ingram. I can tell you where he's not signing. He's not going back to Pittsburgh. He wasn't used. Melvin Ingram. I think, if anything, he just... I think that's this in case if uh, if they don't maybe get you Damian Clowney, I could see him going back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He fit well there. He's in a rotation. He did very well in the playoff game when needed. Pittsburgh didn't use him. I mean, the, the Pittsburgh game against Buffalo. He wreaked havoc, and they just stopped using him. Right, that was weird. Yeah. I mean, it's tough for a guy at 33 to be really that productive on the line. I think the problem is, is he's going to end up like Jerry Hughes. I think teams are just not going to. It's going to be a rotational. We know you can do well, but we don't want to pay mm-hmm. you a ton of money. and We don't. He's either going to sign with somebody, or he's going to have to retire. Yeah. Jay, anything else? No, I think we hit it right in the nose. He's going to sign somewhere that's for as a rotational guy, or he's not going to play at all. By God, I think the next two might be the most polarizing players we could talk about. Number eight on this list is Antonio Brown. <laughs> he's never um, going to see the field again. I don't think he'll see the field. I think he's going to be forced to retire. He won't retire. He he His ego will not let him retire. He just won't be Bro, signed. Chad Johnson just came out of retirement and started Terrell Owens. Antonio Brown ain't retiring. Yeah, Antonio he, Brown will not retire. Terrell isn't T.O. in the... Fan the fan control. Yeah, but he, right he was trying to get in there to show the NFL teams he could still play. He's actually, like, I mean, he's, he's legitimately the trying to come back. League, but. Um, I want to try to think of a team that Antonio would be with, but I, th- I truthfully, I'm, I'm on board with like, you guys. He's just he's, such a headache. I think he's burned so many bridges in this league that nobody wants to give him the trouble. Right. Everywhere he's went. When Pittsburgh got rid of him, he burned a bridge. When he but went to Tampa. Too, how, do you, Tampa how do you burn a bridge with Bill Belichick? You burn a bridge with Belichick. You burn your bridges in, in Pittsburgh. You burn a bridge with all of the Buffalo fan base. There's no way he'd even ever like be welcome here. Mm-hmm. You you burn a bridge with Tom Brady, who was the last one in the league who had your your back. He mm-hmm. was vouching for you. Yeah, like you he lived with that you. man. You you burned your bridges. Did he even play a game in in with the Raiders? No, he made it through camp. He did. That's it. right. It was a frostbite. Yeah, he had the frost. Scenario. He went through the cryo cryo the cryo, cryo chamber. Yeah. Peter Piper picked a pecker. And I think teams see picked that. Picked a pecker? Yeah. <laughs> I think teams see that, that every team you've been on, you've burned the bridge when you left. He yeah. just, so he's, like, he's just a, a, a too much case. of an off-field issue. And, and, like, you feel bad, whatever, but, like, dude, just call it okay. You've got enough money. Well, I mean, you don't know because you refuse to pay your, your chefs, but um, number nine, Robert Gronkowski. He, I think there's only two options here. I think he honestly stays with Tampa. I think that's the whole thing. He's playing the joke on Tom Brady because Tom Brady retired and came back. I think it's the whole thing of him, like that friendship with him and Tom Brady that they have. That's all it is is him 
Josh and Tom Brady around, and he'll be back. He will resign with Tampa, or he'll retire. I think it's going to depend on... Because I don't think he enjoys playing football. I think he enjoys being Gronk, if that makes sense. Yes. He doesn't enjoy the grind. He doesn't enjoy like the working out. He doesn't enjoy playing. He enjoys the... Like the the lifestyle, the, the lifestyle, the yeah, right. The atmosphere. So what you're saying is he's going to milk out from now until mid July. Mm-hmm. Keep party. Did you hear about his draft party? No. no. That maniac started drinking at sometime around three in the afternoon. Kept hosting the dance party. Showed up with multiple celebrities dancing on stage. Had a man dressed as a unicorn come on stage, and he then danced with a man dressed as a unicorn. Disappeared for an hour. Presumably to take a nap, came right back down and continued to rip shots of his tequila sponsors' tequila shots with his dad and his two br- and his four brothers. Just kept going nuts. Do you know how like lazy slash like? I mean, he, for how dumb Gronk is, he's actually smart. But that's it. He doesn't want to practice, so that's why I said until July. Well, He'll I mean, wait until training camp gets underway before he signs. Contract. During training camp, during the COVID, he they sent him. Like oh, his regiment, yeah, yeah, and he filmed himself in different outfits because they would be like, "Okay, prove that you did the workout." Filmed himself in different outfits because you were supposed to do it like throughout the summer. Yeah, he filmed every workout in different outfits and then would send it to the coaches saying, that's "Oh, it. I yep, did the workout." Yep, I'm doing it. It's that, genius, but that's Gronk. He did it all in like an like, afternoon. If all that doesn't sound like a Buffalo native, then I don't know what does though. <laughs> that's Gronk, and I could see. I think you guys are right. If he he was, if he was not an NFL player, he'd be a bouncer on Chippewa. You're right. And right. He might still be when he when he leaves here. <laughs> I could see him retiring and coming back home to Buffalo and opening a bar on Chippewa. He might. I, I think he likes Florida too much, like like the warm weather. As soon as he left, um, like, I mean, he he went to college in Arizona, so he I, he j- he enjoys the warm weather. You can tell. Yeah, but I mean, I think you guys are right. It's either retirement or like mid August he signs, so he doesn't have to go through all of training camp. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like I said. I think it's a. Uh, I want to make Tom Brady wait. For sake, of, guy. for sake of being bored shitless, we're not going to talk up the offensive tackles. The next two in the list would have been Daryl Williams and Eric Fisher, and I don't really care where either of those guys go. Right. Uh, Someone that needs an offensive tackle. Edge Justin Houston would be next on the list. He was just most recently with Baltimore. He's also 33 years old. These guys, these older edges are going to have trouble. That's the thing. He Houston and... and those spots are filling up. There's, especially since there's been an infusion of young edge talent Houston the last two years. Houston and Ingram both had to wait until midway through camp last year, so it's going to be a team that has to deal with a training camp injury that mm-hmm. ends up having to knock on his door. I think I think that's what it is. I think it's going to be a, uh, hey, man, we know you're a really good player, but like we just can't afford to put to do that as a contract mm-hmm. right now. We'll, we'll loop back if somebody gets hurt. That's it. That's really, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. It's really... Which is the same thing for, for pick 13, Jerry Hughes. Yep. Then again, there's one other option I can see: Jerry Hughes, Tennessee, Buffalo. Hey Jerry, do you really want to try to chase a ring? Take a veteran minimum contract. Let's be fair. The dude still got pressures after the quarterback last year. Who the hell do you cover on a an obvious third down passing situation? Jerry Hughes coming off one end, and Von Miller coming off the other. Right. Yeah. And if you really want to get that 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 fancy. Hughes Miller and you kick you you teach uh, Greg Russo in the in the off season to line up as a big one tech. Well, he his some of his film was on on the inside. That's what I'm saying. You teach Greg to do that, and you put. You, could you imagine all out blitz with only four guys of Jerry Hughes, Greg Russo, Ed Oliver, and Von Miller? Mm-hmm. You yeah, don't have to send don't another to... guy on that down. No, mm-hmm. not at all. And <laughs> Von's big. 
Jerry's decent enough. Fast we can really throw over the middle and have have Greg Rousseau just put his hands up to like a skyscraper. Like, yeah. like good luck. Like, that's it. I, I think if it's not a team looping back an injury for for like or Jerry, I could see Buffalo doing a solid one. Hey man, let's get you a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, two interior defensive linemen, Sheldon Richardson, Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks is a guy who's proven he can be a good run blocker, can't stay healthy, or run stuffer. Sheldon Richardson, I don't even think we got to talk about. I think every year he ends up signing somewhere in mid-August and yeah. going to camp as a veteran, and he still performs, but just nobody wants to pay him as, like, a stud. He's been around the league forever. He was a former first-round pick from the Jets. Um... I don't think we have to talk about either of those guys. The next three are all offensive tackles, all over the age of 30. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to talk about those guys. One Same of them being 37. Same thing oh, saying. Somebody will swing back if they need to. That's it. Dwayne Brown's 37, still performed at a high level last year. But, like, who's going in? Who is in his camp telling him, hey, man, the teams that needed now. The teams that needed tackles went and got him in the draft. Or yeah. somebody's going to get hurt, and you're going to go get one of these guys in training camp. Uh, number 19, Jarvis Landry. I could see him going a lot of places. I could see him sticking with Cleveland. Carolina. Carolina would be a good one. I could see him maybe even going, honestly, Pittsburgh. See, or Carolina. Atlanta. Carolina makes me in- intrigued just because Carolina still has to deal with, you put a second-round pick in Terrace Marshall. You've got DJ Moore you've spent a lot of money on, and you still have a lot of money under Robbie Anderson. Or uh, Baltimore. Baltimore would make sense. I like your option of Atlanta as well. Atlanta would be very... Drake London called themselves the, the twin skyscrapers. You've mm-hmm. got six foot six Kyle Pitts. You got six foot five Drake London. What better option? You line Drake out. You've got Kyle Pitts running routes out of the out of the left or right side, and you throw Jarvis on the other side. And then uh, Jarvis will real quickly sneak off. Did Dallas replace Cooper yet? Yes, but no. Traylon or er, uh, the kid from South Alabama, Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, okay. I can see him stopping him, but I don't know if it's an immediate fix. Um. As I'm getting trade trade options sent to me right now, I might just click the accept button on that. A fifth-round pick for Jordan Love. I'm sick of holding on to that dude. He's just wasting roster spots for me. Um, I, I don't hate the Jarvis Landry option for Atlanta, actually. I really like that. He's tough in a lot of other places. Minnesota, maybe? Maybe. Um... Who do they have as a slot receiver? I don't actually even know. Um... I don't Thielen's outside, and so is KJ Osborne. Do they? They Justin Jefferson's another outside guy. Um, I forgot about Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson can kind of line all of it, but like, I feel like you need a better route runner. I could see him in Minnesota. I don't think Detroit's an option. I don't think he'd go to Detroit anyways. Especially because they got him on Raw. I don't think he works in Green Bay. I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants that at all. I could see him fitting in New England. And I hate yeah, saying that. Yeah, that's a that's a fit for him. It really is. Um, but no, I mean, I guess that's really it on Jarvis. Possibly the youngest receiver on this list before we start looping up to wrap up. Will Fuller. Um, I, I can see Will Fuller in Cleveland. Cleveland, I can you're see putting him, him back with his boy Deshaun. Signing in Miami again. I said bring him to Buffalo. I wouldn't mind it. Here's the thing: if if everybody was concerned about wanting immediate depth. At receiver, mm-hmm. yeah, he doesn't stay healthy. But if he's not seeing the field that much, and he's your emergency fourth, mm-hmm. he's gonna do better options for you than Emmanuel Sanders. And I'm not shitting on Emmanuel Sanders. I like Emmanuel Sanders, but like, 
you get him cheap enough, he's going to help your roster. Yep. But I could see Cleveland just because Deshaun's there. If Cleveland loses out on being able to bring back Jarvis, Will Fuller and Mark Cooper's going to be a really tough two to, to cover going deep. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 21 on this list is Landon Collins, safety from Washington. It's not going to matter, man. Safeties don't sign until the very last second in the, in the offseason. Number 22, this is a fun one to talk about, Cole Beasley. This one's tough just because I thought he would be signed by now, but I think it's going to be the Giants. The Giants. Or, I mean, I know it's never going to happen, but I think I could see if you could talk him back, maybe you could get him back in Buffalo. I don't think he's coming back. I think he's so over this fan base. I think I could see New England because I could see him working well Mm, with Bill. Maybe the Texans? I mean, they did have a small white slot receiver last year. He won't go back to Dallas, so... No, he won't go back to Dallas. They had a small white slot receiver um, named Danny Amendola who they released, so I can maybe, see him going. To, maybe Minnesota. I mean, you were talking. Maybe talk- Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay would not be a bad a bad option to play slot for, for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Tampa. I don't think Tampa, just because they've got so much wide receiver down there. Um, New Orleans. I don't know, maybe... That would be three surgical route runners. That'd be a scary receiver core to cover. I'm trying to think. He's he's from Texas. Yep. Went to SMU, played with Dallas. That's why I'm just thinking Texas. Arizona? I, could see I don't Arizona. know if he'd move that far out. It's not too know. far from Texas, but... Arizona? Yeah. Well, like a state over, two states. I don't know. I think it's Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. I don't know, man. I don't know where these bulls come from. <laughs> um, number 23 on the list, Gary, your favorite player, T.Y. Hilton. I think he stays unsigned. He's He can't stay healthy. He hasn't done anything for the last couple of years, so I'm not going to disagree with you. If Someone, anything, it'd be the Colts <sighs> sign him again as like a hey... I don't even know if the Colts resign him. I think that would be like someone's really desperate and you see a top name go down early in camp. Well, I'm just saying like T.Y. Hilton's been a, like with the Colts forever. That's like a, hey, we're going to sign you because... Maybe. I could see here. if it's not the Colts. I don't know why. Seattle's peeking out of me. I could yeah, see I him could in see Seattle. Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one we'll talk about for the day. 35 years old. This might be a, hey, he's retiring. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I think he, he if he signs anywhere, it'll be like a one or two day contract with Denver. He retires as a. I heard Bronco. he would if he's coming back. It's going to be with the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Hey, man, we're going to bring him as a fifth receiver. We'll keep you on the roster. We need you to veteran minimum. Mm-hmm. Let's try it. I can't see him being a starter anywhere. No, I definitely could see him staying with Buffalo. But I'm saying if he doesn't, I think he signs like that one day contract and retires. As a no, I, I don't. I don't think he will. Just because I. I saw him say somewhere that he won't play unless it's here. No, no, but he's saying, saying one like, day contract. One day contract. Oh, one day contract. Retire. retire. I thought you said just, a contract like to play. His no, stretch no. was with the Broncos. Yeah, I so. mean, I almost considered Pittsburgh being the team that drafted him, but he, I think he made most of his bread and butter with Denver. With Denver. So, guys, that'll do it though. We'll caught this one pretty short. Let you guys get to the weekend, and we're gonna get to uh, some recovery time as damn well needed. Uh, next week, expect myself and Jason back, and possibly Gary if he wants to jump in. Shout out to our sponsors. Uh, thank you to Kyle Chicken Dippin' for helping us out and keeping us as fly as possible during the draft coverage. Shout out to Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She's finally cutting my hair next week. Uh, shout out to Charlie Renegade Studios. Uh, he also helped make us look as good as we did last week on the draft coverage. 
Hit us up on our Twitch machine if you'd really like to give us a follow. We'd very much appreciate it at Tiki Tribe TV. Check us out on YouTube. Look up Tiki Tribe TV Productions. Uh, as of this episode, the very first episode of Total Talkover has officially dropped now. And shout out to everybody else on the Tiki Tribe Production Network. But until next time, guys. Okay, actually, Gary, you want to you say anything before you sign off? Or? Yeah, just uh, thanks for having me on for the draft. It was awesome just to go through the process again and see the improvement from last year. And um, I'm sure I'll pop in throughout the season again for some uh, episodes and probably doing some stuff with you guys on Sundays, but it's just really fun to do this stuff and yeah. watch some film. I mean, anytime that you're feeling froggy and you want to jump on, more than welcome. But Jason, from here on out, looks like you will be stepping in full-time as the co-host. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have people jump in and out throughout the whole off season. Maybe mystery co-host at one point in time, Kevin O'Sullivan will actually have more than one episode appearance. But it's uh, we we have a full studio now. Yeah, it's a nice charge you guys rent. (laughs) Spare (laughs) change, spare change, guys. Thank you again. Thank you, Gary, for helping out as much uh, through the draft as always. Until next time, guys. You keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.